This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Angela Marcus. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to be speaking with Dr. Jill Lopez, Director of Marketing for Essentials Pet Care, about an initiative that they've come up with to help more cats find homes this holiday called the 12 Cats of Christmas. Essentials Pet Care is located in Walmart in Port Ritchie, Florida, and their mission is to improve the lives of pets and their families by providing affordable and accessible, high-quality veterinary care. And while only one location exists currently, there is a national expansion plan in the works. We'll learn more about that from Dr. Jill and about the 12 Cats of Christmas right after a message from our sponsors. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. With us now is Dr. Jill. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. So I'm, I'm really eager to hear about how Essentials Pet Care is working with the Little Cats Rescue to help get cats adopted this season. But I want our listeners to learn a little bit more about what you do at Essentials Pet Care, who you are, you know, why is there a need? So can you talk a little bit about the mission of Essentials Pet Care? Sure, sure. Essentials Pet Care is a walk-in veterinary clinic, and it's made with three things in mind convenience because we know pet parents are very busy especially if you're a parent and you're a parent first and you still want to take care of your pet it's important you have that convenience so we're open seven days a week we have evening hours and so it's very flexible you don't have to make an appointment I love that part of it it's also quality medicine we make sure that our you know our vets and our staff are, are the best and you know, even if we're more convenient, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice on quality. And of course, you know, based on the fact that we're in Walmart, we're also dedicated to being affordable. And one of the reasons why Essentials Pet Care came about is the founders, Dr. Doug Spiker and Christine Batista, actually found a pet that was roaming in an area in Florida that's known for places where people would just drop their pets off. And they looked at the dog and they could see that the dog, her name is Annie, they could see that she had a really bad skin condition. And most likely she was dropped off because the family couldn't take care of having the pet treated. You know, being a veterinarian, I know that a dog that has allergies, I mean, you have to do a lot of diagnostic tests and figure out what it is. It can be very expensive. So they adopted her. They got her treated and she looks great. She actually looks great. All of her furs back. She looks like a different dog. So that inspired them to bring this mission and they really are focused on providing affordable care for people that may not choose veterinary care otherwise. 
Yeah, that's a great recap. And I, you know, I got to tell you, I, coming from my business at getyourpet.com, fortunately, we don't see a ton of people rehoming pets for medical issues, but we do receive a lot of requests for people asking us about how can I find low cost veterinary care that is high quality and, and people shouldn't have to sacrifice quality for what they're spending. It should be available and accessible to everyone out there in the world. And I do believe just again, coming from my firsthand experience working in the shelter, people will pay almost anything. I remember people saying to me, I will go wash dishes in the shelter if you can just give my pet the veterinary care they need. And as we see that the rising costs of veterinary care are becoming prohibitive. I mean, there's a lot of different things out there now to help people afford veterinary care, but something like this could really be a game changer. And so I know you're in the the one location right now, but can you talk a little bit about what your plans are for the future? Well, we would like to bring Essentials Pet Care to every community because it's such a great idea. You know, again, it's it's all about preventative care. It's a walk-in clinic. It's all about convenience. And we know that everybody in the United States, that's all they want. They want convenience. They need to take care of their pets. They love their pets. Studies show that millennials now instead of having families, they're having pets and they want to take care of them. And of course, you know, they're fresh out of college. They don't have a a lot of extra income. So being able to provide that affordable quality pet care is important to them. And they also like the convenience of just walking in because they're very busy. They got a lot of stuff to do. Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, it's so much easier knowing that you have the opportunity just to walk in, be seen without having to take that extra step of scheduling an appointment. And that can be, you know, again, it's just one more thing on the to-do list, especially at this time of year as things are getting crazier and crazier. So, you know, you come home one day and, and you're like, oh man, Fluffy needed his vaccines. I need to get that taken care of. That's something that Essentials could take care of. Yes, exactly. And it's all preventative care. We don't do surgeries. We don't do dentistries. We don't do like chronic illness, but we work with some really great local full service veterinarians that we refer them to. So anytime something comes in, like you have a pet that comes in for a workup and we find out that they're they're possibly diabetic, we would refer them to a very well-qualified full service veterinary clinic to have that taken care of. That was actually going to be one of my next questions is how is this being received, this idea of this low cost, high quality veterinary care? How is it being received from other veterinarians in the area? Well, the veterinarians we work with in Port Ritchie, they love it because it it frees them up. These often are people that may not have gone to the vet if it wasn't affordable, if it wasn't convenient for them. Myself, I grew up in rural West Virginia and we had pets my whole life, but we never went to the vet. And it never it never was a thought for us. My dad worked nights, my mom worked daytime and and there, you know, if we did bring it to the vet, I don't know when we would <laughs> brought them to the vet. So not everybody has a nine to five job. There's a lot of people that, you know, that are really hustling. Sometimes they have two jobs and they still want to take care of their pet. So having a place that's open for that easy preventative care, that simple care is really important. And it may not be something that, a, you know, another clinic would provide. However, you know, we give them great referrals. We get people in that Maybe they didn't understand, you know, things like dentals, that their dog really needed a dental. And we could talk to them about that and educate them and then pass them on to a vet clinic that can take care of it. So we see that. We see a lot of vets that they really appreciate our referrals. They'll even refer cases over to us, too. If someone can't wait for an appointment and say they're they're boarding their pet and they have to get their Bordetella vaccination and their dog flu vaccination right away, you know, we're there. They can just walk in and get it done. 
Yeah, I think this is just so great. I mean, I can see how there's such a need in the veterinary world for this. And the fact that the veterinary community is working together, you know, we all know sometimes there can be so just just coming again from my firsthand experience with shelters. Sometimes there's a little rocky road between how shelters and veterinarians work together because of the not profit for profit model. But the fact that the, that your local veterinarians are embracing this and really understanding that we're moving to this idea of more of a community work together to help pets and give everybody the opportunity to care for their pets. It's just so great. One of the other things that I saw in your website that I thought was, was kind of cool and I'd like to learn a little more about is you have in your vision section, there was an, a mention about increasing awareness of portable prescriptions. So could you talk a little bit about how Essentials is giving access to this reputable pet medications to their clients? Yeah, yeah. One of our visions is, you know, right now when people purchase, when they go online to purchase medication, Sometimes you're purchasing it and you don't really know where the medication came from. You don't know how, you know, any veterinary prescribed medication had to come from a veterinarian, but you don't really know (laughs) where it went from whenever that person had ordered it and gave it to that huge online supplier or not. So you don't know if it sat in a truck in Texas and got really hot and maybe it's not effective anymore. You don't know anything. So we're really dedicated to making sure that our customers you know, we don't even keep medications in stock. We actually write portable prescriptions, so we don't even have inventory to manage. So that also helps keep our costs low so we can pass on the affordability to customers. But we give them a portable prescription, and they can fill that in the Walmart pharmacy, or they can go online and, you know, and, and choose to purchase it from a reputable accredited pharmacy. So that's one of the things we're really dedicated to is to make sure that they, when they do purchase a, like a flea product, product that they're getting the best quality flea product that was, you know, ever you can know exactly where it came from and it, it, it didn't end, you know, fall off a truck someplace in New Jersey and end up on online somewhere. Um, yeah. so we really like that. And, and again, working with Walmart and they have the everyday low prices, they're able to come in get their pets seen and then walk right over to the pharmacy and pick up their medicine. So it's all back to convenience and affordability. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense to me too. And one of the things that I, I'd like to add to that is besides not knowing where some of these medications are coming from, like you said, they can sit into it, you know, in an environment that's not temperature controlled. The other thing to mention here is that the drug manufacturers for these reputable drugs, they're often ready to step up and are willing to cover the cost of any sort of failure with the drug, right? So if right, right. If, if you give your pet a flea and tick medication and the next month your pet has Lyme disease, you can actually go back to that drug manufacturer if you purchase them from a reputable seller and say, my dog has Lyme disease, your product didn't work, and they will cover the cost of treatment. Is that right? Exactly. And that's another thing. It's like buying it. You don't even buy it. It's like a free insurance policy. So when you purchase your product from a reputable pharmacy like Walmart Pharmacy and something, you know, it's not effective, you can contact the company and the manufacturer will stand behind it. If you purchase it someplace like on you know eBay or Amazon and or someplace else and you don't know where it came from they'll likely you know won't won't cover it so that's another reason why whenever you are purchasing pet products and make sure you're always purchasing it for someone who's you know accredited pharmaceutical company exactly so all right so we're going to take another short break here we're going to hear a message from our sponsors and then we're going to come back and talk about why we got on the phone today or why we started this conversation about how we're going to get more cats in homes this holiday stay tuned
Today's episode is sponsored by Hanover Square Press and the Secret Language of Cats: How to Understand Your Cat for a Better, Happier Relationship by Suzanne Schatz. Have you ever wondered what your cat is saying? In the Secret Language of Cats, Schatz offers a crash course in cat phonics to help you crack the cat code. Perfect for the fans of The Lion in the Living Room and the Inner Life of Animals. The Secret Language of Cats by Suzanne Schatz is available for purchase today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to Take Me Home on Pet Life Radio. We're continuing our conversation with Dr. Jill Lopez, Director of Marketing for Essentials Pet Care. Now, again, let's get to the purpose of our discussion today. How are we going to get some cats adopted this holiday? I want to hear about this Little Cats Rescue. It's a local rescue um, to where you're at in, in Florida. So tell us about them and tell us about this initiative. Okay, great. Little Cats Rescue is an adorable rescue group. The founder is Rayanna Sachs, and she brings in cats and she helps find them permanent homes. And she is she's your like dream rescuer because she makes sure that the cat is the right fit for that home. She makes sure that she goes, they fill out the application, she does a home visit. And and if it doesn't seem like that cat is the right cat for that home, she'll have other another one to suggest um, to adopt it. I had actually had contacted her and we were talking about ways that we could help find homes for her cats because right now she's at her limit. With rescue groups, you will, you will have a limit where you can't take any more animals in. And being in that business, you know there's always new pets coming in that need to be adopted. We brainstormed together and we thought, why don't we do something fun around the holidays and do the 12 cats of Christmas? And instead of having a partridge in a pear tree, we have Lulu, who is a beautiful gray cat who is just the sweetest cat on earth that really needs a home. So for 12 days, we're going to talk about each one of these cats, tell you some personal traits about the cat to give you an idea if the cat fits with what you're looking for as a pet. And maybe the cat is perfect for you, or maybe you have a friend that would be the perfect pet owner for that cat. So we're encouraging people to go to our Facebook page, which is at Essentials Pet Care on Facebook, and follow us each day. And also share those cats with your followers, trying to get the word out that these cats need homes. Wonderful. So, you know, one of the things that I saw on the press release about this was that the ASPCA, who we all know is sort of the gold standard in the animal welfare space, and really one of the few that report and do any sort of statistics or share any statistics with the public, says that there's roughly three point, and correct me if I'm wrong, 3.2 uh -huh. million cats are going into shelters all across the country every year. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. That's huge. That's a huge number. It's a huge number. And I can tell you from my time, you know, as the operations director for the Pennsylvania SPCA, it's an issue. I mean, the amount of cats coming into shelters is staggering. The housing situation for cats in shelters is not great. I mean, as a veterinarian, you know that yeah. cats get stressed. And what happens when they get stressed? They get sick. So it's not a good environment. Shelters are not a good environment for cats. Well, they're not a good, good environment for really any pet out there. Permanent homes are the way to go. But right. for cats especially, they're really at risk. And 
And again, from my firsthand experience, I feel like they are sort of treated as the second class citizens of the shelter world. So hearing about a rescue group like this that's really focused on saving cats lives and coming up with these creative ways to try to get more cats exposure is just, you know, it warms my heart. And I think it's such a great idea. So tell us, you know, I heard you say you can go on the Essentials Pet Care Facebook page. People should like the page and then they should be looking every day to see a new cat that's going to be featured. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, so everything starts on December 13th. So we get those 12 days in and each day one adoptable cat will be featured on the page and we'll talk about how, you know, what that cat likes. There's actually three cats that are in a family that we're hoping we can find a home together. There was a, a little kitty named Rosalita who um, was a teen mom, like on MTV, and she had a couple of kittens very early in life, and she's still a kitten herself. So each of those cats are going to be featured, and you know we're hoping that maybe someone would find it in their heart to adopt all three of those and give them a permanent home. And the good news is all these cats are very healthy. They're fully vaccinated. They're spayed or neutered. And there's just a you know simple application, home visit, and then a nominal adoption fee to bring these cats home. So how many rescue cats does the Little Cats Rescue have currently or about how many that they're looking to place? Is it just these 12 or is there a lot more? No. <laughs> they, they, have about, they have about 25 altogether. And as we've been working on this, the funny thing is, it's, it's uh, Murphy's Law. We actually lost a few of our 12 cats because they were adopted. There was this one cat that I just was in love with and the cat had been there for a while. It was a Siamese mix and it had those big, beautiful blue eyes. And his name was Maymay. And I, I was having him as the cat number one on the cat first day. And we just had to redo it because he actually found a home before we expected it. <laughs> so that's great. And again, the more homes you can find for them, the more cats that little um, rescue cats can bring in. That's wonderful. I was just going to ask you what their model is. So I was looking around a little bit online before we got on our call today, but it looks like they're really dedicated to pulling cats out of shelters. Is that right? Yeah, they pull cats out of shelters. They also are dedicated to having them indoors and uncaged in a home environment. So whenever they're full and they can't bring any more into the little cat's rescue, they do have some foster families that help out and some volunteers that will help out. But they're just, you know, with cats, they're constantly coming in. And in Florida, especially, cats have kittens all year round in Florida. In the north, since cats are they're called spontaneous ovulators, so once they breathe, they actually get pregnant. But the daylight can affect them and in the, in the warm weather. So you're going to be seeing a lot more kittens down south all year round, whereas up in the north, we have more of a kitten season. So when it gets warmer, the cats get out and, and they pretty much get pregnant very quickly. So And also in Florida, too, they do try to do spay and neuters, although they're not doing them enough because <laughs> There's so many kittens out there and, you know, any way that you can support that and, and make sure that you spread the word that people should get all their pets spayed and neutered is very important because you don't want to end up with a bunch of kittens or puppies that you can't find homes for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talk about it all the time, how critical spaying and neutering is. And, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because that's not a topic you hear a lot of discussion about 
is, you know, the difference between the North and the South in terms of reproducing cats. I mean, I feel like we're, I'm, I'm in, you know, in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and I feel like we are seeing more and more kittens than we ever have. But when you think about it, and I've heard this from, you know, shelter friends that have, that work in Florida and Texas and other parts of the South, that it's kitten season year round. There year is round. no kitten season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually located in New Jersey and kitten season starts in the spring. Unless the kittens come up from someone who brought them up from the South, you don't see them in the winter. And you know, hard see puppies. I mean, we really, in the North, I think they're doing a really good job of, of spaying and neutering and getting that message out. And it does seem like whenever whenever I do find out that there's puppies for adoption or kittens for adoptions, a lot of times there's pets that are brought up from the South to the North. But, you know, we need across the United States, spay and neuter, or across the world, <laughs> we need to really emphasize that spaying and neutering is critical. There's not enough homes for all these pets. No, wow. I mean, it's so true. And and one of the things that people might not know that I think is sort of an interesting tidbit is that the gestation period for a cat is really short. It's like it was 63 days of memory serves. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. So, and they can, they can get pregnant while they're nursing their kittens. Yeah. So 60. Three days. I mean, think about that's two months. It's like from start to finish, it can happen. I think the one statistic I read somewhere along the line, it's they can give birth to up to three litters of kittens per year. And there's an average of like four kittens per litter. So do the math, people. I mean, think about it. Think about how many kittens we're talking about. Spaying and neutering has such enormous impact, but I don't know that we're going to ever, you know, completely adopt our way out of this problem or spay or neuter out our way out of this problem. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, but everyone <laughs> has to get on board with spaying and neutering first. And right. Forth. I think there's a combination. We need to, you know, do both. We need to find homes for these pets. We need to educate people that it's not only the ethical thing to spay and neuter your pet too, but, you know, cats and dogs live a lot longer, healthier lives when they're spayed and neutered. So it's, it's all across the board. And I think we just have to keep pushing that message with everybody. Hey, let me ask you one more question before we wrap things up. What has your experience been, uh, you know, as a veterinarian and, and your work at Essentials Pet Care on on how people are approaching feline health? Because I've seen some things recently that say, you know, people with a dog are much like, you know, 60 or 70 percent more likely to take the dog to the vet than they are to take their cat to the vet. Do you find that to be the case? You know, I do. Um, I'm, I'm actually a member of the American Association of Feline Practitioners, and some of the data that they found is that out of like 100% of pets coming in to a vet clinic, only 35% are cats. And that's through some very strong efforts that the AAFP have, have had trying to, you know, push this to pet owners that even though you have a cat and you think that your cat is healthy and is happy just sitting around the house, they still need to go into the vet every single year. Something also that's really great, too, is there's this new movement of cat-friendly clinics. So you can find a cat-friendly clinic that has that takes your cat into account. They'll have areas where your cat would be away from your the dog area so your cat's not so stressed out. They'll use sometimes, you know, pheromones to make the cat feel a little bit calmer. They'll have towels in place. So instead of standing on like a, a metal table, they'll have something soft to stand on. And at Essentials Pet Care, we try to take those tips into account too. But, you know, we do unfortunately do see that people that have dogs are more likely to come into the vet than cats. And we do try to educate our, you know, cat owners in our community that you know, it's very important for your cat to see your vet for um, preventative care and vaccines and everything. 
Yeah, and I also think, you know, there's a couple things that always come to mind when we're talking about this, too. You know, I think people don't realize how stoic cats can be. You know, there could be something going on, and your cat could be acting like they do every other day, and then your vet says, whoa, he's got this horrible tooth abscess or or whatever just on your annual checkup. So that's the point of the annual checkup, right? Yeah, and if your dog is sick, they will actually bring the car keys, hand them to you, and pull you to take them to the doctor dogs when they're sick yeah the they cats like will that. not <laughs> yeah it's it's like the opposite and if your dog's coughing and you cannot go to sleep if your cat's sick your cat goes and hides and you don't know or they look completely normal and that's just how cats are that's how you know in the wild if you are a cat and you happen to be a hypochondriac cat and you were sick you probably got eaten pretty quickly <laughs> if you were out in the wild <laughs> yeah it's so true cats have learned to look even if they're really really sick they can look completely normal. So it's always good to have a cat examined at least once a year and have some blood work done with them. Cats are living a lot longer than they used to, but they do tend to have a lot of problems when they get older with um, kidney disease, cardiac disease, thyroidism. So it's good to have that checked to make sure that they're okay. And then they can live even longer and healthier lives. Absolutely. And you know, one of the other things that of course we you know, I'm not going to make a judgment call. I, like I said, I'm in Pennsylvania. I've grown up with indoor outdoor cats and I know the sort of standard, the recommendation is to keep your cat indoors. But for people that have indoor outdoor cats, I mean, it's so critical to make sure that that cat is being seen at least once a year because they're out there in the wild and you have no idea what they're consuming. There's all sorts of parasites. Can you talk a little bit about that and what, what they, what your cat, if you have an indoor outdoor cat, what your veterinarian should be looking for at that annual visit? Yeah. And feline cats will tell you a hundred percent that they recommend to keep cats indoors. However, you know, being a human and and knowing, you know, cats, sometimes you do have that tendency where you want your cat to go in and out. You always have to worry about them getting hit by a car, of course, or or attacked by wildlife or dogs. But those cats definitely need to go to the vet at least once a year. They need to have their full vaccinations. They also need to be microchipped because they might get picked up as a stray pet and you'll never see them again. So it's very important, you know, to take care of them and to see the vet. That's great. Yes. Okay. So I think, you know, unless there was anything else you wanted to mention about the 12 cats of Christmas, any other tidbits or recommendations for people out there who are considering adopting a cat this holiday season? Well, I, you know, I think cats make the best pet for your home. If you're someone who is busy and you want, you know, someone who can give you love that is sort of like um, self-maintained and you don't have to go outside in the snow and walk your cat (laughs) like you don't have or the rain if you're in florida cats make great pets they provide unconditional love they're funny if it wasn't for cats i don't think youtube would be as popular as it is i remember when i was pregnant with my daughter my husband and i were looking on youtube and we were watching crazy videos of cats and i was laughing and crying so much cats are so much fun and you know to this day you know sometimes during when i'm working i'll put on this cat video channel and just watch them so cats make great pets They do require care. They do need to be seen by a vet. They need to be given the right pet food. It's important for them to stay healthy and active and you can, you know, exercise them, feed them appropriately, keep them nice and in a nice weight range, but they make great, great pets. And we are so happy to be teaming up with the Little Cats Rescue. And we are so excited about this. So we do encourage you to go to Essentials Pet Care's Facebook page, follow us, 
and watch on on December 13th when we see the first cat out there and share it with your friends. And if you're not in the Port Ritchie area, we do want you to um, consider adopting pets. And I would recommend to go to get your pet and see if there's any pets in your area that would fit your lifestyle. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jill. I appreciate your time today. I appreciate you telling us all this and sharing your knowledge. And I'm so excited. Please keep us posted on what's happening with Essentials Pet Care. And as you expand, we certainly want to have you back on the show. And just a second, what you said, if you're not in the Port Ritchie area and and Little Cats Rescue is not convenient, there are so many other cats out there all across the country looking for homes. Visit us at getyourpet.com or go online, uh, visit your local shelter. There's just so many cats. And, And if If you're not ready for adoption, consider fostering. It's such a great thing to do. Get a cat out of the shelter this holiday. Let them spend Christmas at your house. Let them, you know, visit until after the new year. And you you might be surprised. Uh, You might just fall in love. And I promise you, if you do decide to adopt a cat this Christmas, it's certainly going to be the best gift you've ever given yourself. So if you have any questions about our show or you have a suggestion for a guest or topic, please email me at Angela at PetLifeRadio.com. I also encourage you to subscribe to Take Me Home on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again to our guest, Dr. Jill Lopez, Director of Marketing for Essentials Pet Care. And we're uh, very excited to be sharing the news about the 12 cats of Christmas. Also, a big thanks to Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. I look forward to chatting with you all next week. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.